0: This is episode 164, and I'm your host, Miguel. This episode is going to be very foundational. We're going to get into a topic that is at pretty much the center of everything, uh, as far as an, anything when you want to get something done or achieved or move forward in life, and that would be strategy and the seven pillars of strategy we're going to get into in this episode. So we're going to get a little deep into it, uh, hang in there, and uh there's certain parts that kind of blow by you kind of rewind you know rewind it and uh, go back and try to lynch on because this is going to be a path uh into one of the most meaningful disciplines that one can engage in in their life and that is the engagement and the knowledge of strategy and how to employ it in one's life it's always a good thing when you look upon life to look at it in terms of strategy especially things that really matter like your career and your advancement as far as doing better for your for your family and your homestead and the things that you can have an effect on. You know, it's it's good to have a healthy dose of competition and do better for yourself and advance yourself to you know, to the degree that you can within reason. So the mistake that many people make is they don't calibrate, measure, gauge, chart, explore, or make determinations upon things that are really gonna push them yet have a positive outcome on their life, they're just too preoccupied with their cell phones and things of immediate gratification and immediate dopamine and whatever is going to pop up next on social media, without engaging within the self, with the self, to change your own outcome and to change your own life, to employ a strategy, which is so important. And as I said in the beginning, there are seven pillars of strategy that you need to be employing to improve yourself and to move forward and that first pillar of strategy is going to be your intent and what that means by intent is what is the goal of the strategy that you're looking to employ right are you doing it because you want to win this checkers game this chess game you want to be you know get more revenue than your competitor across the street who has a bodega you know has the same square footage as yours Bloody bloody, we can go on and on. Whatever your intent is, what you, what your end goal is, okay, that's the first pillar of strategy. Second pillar of strategy is the analysis and gathering of intelligence and information. In other words, there's no way a true leader or a true general or a true strategist can make any type of determination without having input and in knowing what's on the field, right? Whether in size, weight, measure, time, distance money, ca- uh, you know, numbers of, of, of uh, those engaged in this venture. So it's something very important. The analysis, you know, is being part of strategy from the beginning, gathering information and intel, knowing what's taking place before you and what the facts are. The third pillar of strategy is preparation and how to employ your resources for the battle and when i say the battle i don't mean an actual war but i mean the actual war that one has with oneself because you have to understand that you're if you're doing it the right way you're always going to be at war with yourself and at harmony with yourself but in war with yourself in the sense of improving yourself because you're going to argue with yourself that bell goes off in the morning and you don't want to get up so now you're at war. you're at war with yourself you know part of you wants to stay sleeping because you've been working so hard and you got x amount done and, you know you deserve the extra 20 minutes of sleep whereas the other side is like forget that let's move this thing forward and you're fighting with yourself so that's again one of the pillars of uh of strategy right and that is the implementation of the resources that you have you know the preparation that you're doing for this quote-unquote, battle, whether it's a battle with yourself or the world, or usually it's both. You know, you're trying to move ahead of people that you're competing with, in addition to competing with your own self. It's crazy, but that's the way it is. The fourth pillar of the strategy is concentration of force. And that's a very deep, dark, metaphysical, slash unintangible, uncarved block type of Concept, okay. Concentration of force is has a lot to do with timing and patterns and we all have a limited content of force within us, of striking capability, or or what have you, cash in your pocket, whatever whatever your strength is gonna be, but it's always a limited resource and, and you have to learn how to concentrate that force for your own benefit, so that hopefully when you when you use a force that's concentrated, you'll be renewed with a little bit more than what you ex- exerted out, so that you're on your ascent up. Not always the case, but that's how it should be ideally, okay? Um, discipline and execution of a plan, that's the next pillar of strategy, that's the pillar number five is the discipline and execution of a plan of how you're going to move forward and how these different bits of information, intel, intent, uh focused force and such is going to, you know, come to play. So that's the fifth pillar, of the discipline and execution of a plan. Sixth pillar is adaptability, which I heard Conor McGregor, I kind of highlighted it like two episodes back, like 161 I think it was when I got into Conor McGregor. And he gets into that flexibility and adaptability, which is pretty amazing. And it's the truth. And then the seventh pillar is study of general principles. That means just living a life of preparedness, constantly learning and piecing things together. So the seven pillars go like this. Pillar number one, intent. Pillar number two, analysis and gathering of intel. Pillar number three, uh, preparation of resources for the battle. Pillar number four, uh, concentration of force, whatever, in whatever form that takes. Pillar number five is uh, discipline and execution of a plan. Discipline number six is adaptability. And discipline number seven is study of general principles. Now, if you get a grasp on these disciplines in strategy and, and pursue it the right way, you're going to see rapid um, changes for the betterment in your own condition and and. and And your own mindset of how you live day to day because you're going to be living a life of purpose. Of moving in a direction that's going to be holistically good for you. While providing you with a lot of resistance challenges and and difficult times. Mud in the eyes and such. But you're going to find yourself wiping that mud off your eyes. And you're going to be seeing a little further and reaching a little more into your future. And having leverage and an impact on that outcome that you're looking for. Inevitably, what happens in many instances is people allow their emotions to take them over in whatever venue they're in, whether it's an argument with somebody on the street corner, a spouse, you know, a strategic decision for your business or direction to go And People have this weakness, I call it, being short-sighted. They look and they project forward and they really can't see past a day from today or an interaction. You know, it has to be They don't know how to, let's say, what is the word? Delay gratification is what it is. They don't know how to delay gratification. And that is something that is so important for people that have a true understanding of what it is to move ahead in life, is to delay that gratification so that you can really start measuring up and and Actually, actually start making some achievements in your life so that you don't go out partying with your friends or you don't go spend that last, you know, a hundred bucks on a piece of crap, uh, you know, switchboard digital widget. You know, you just are looking to advance yourself in the best way that you could and the most rapid way that you could while enjoying your life. So it's so critically important that these disciplines be employed in your life on a day-to-day basis where you have a methodology and a pathway toward self-improvement and self-realization, you know? And these pillars are definitely a way to start. Just how you have the Four Noble Truths and the Eightfold Path. In Buddhism, you have these seven pillars of strategy. You have to be a student of all disciplines out there so that your outcome can be the best for you in the most positive way. Not your outcome be good for you and you shit on people, no. But that you do it in a karmic framework you know in a in a way where your dharma is encapsulated in the actions that you take on a day-to-day basis a knowledge of what is right and wrong and 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 the correct things to do so that you're not only elevating yourself but those also around you so important man because the greatest gratification you can ever get in anything is when you're helping someone other than yourself or, or specifically helping somebody who is in need in that moment which is huge so These were all principles that are really important to be aware of because they think of, you know, Mr. Nice Guy and he's an asshole, you know, like the two extremes. And why does it have to be that way? It depends upon the situation of what is at hand, right? At the end of the day, you you have to generate that revenue and bring that money home and make your boss happy, make your spouse happy, make your kids happy that you're able to get them some of the latest sneakers or whatever it is you know, that you want to do for yourself. Even though you might not think in them terms for yourself, you do think in them terms for your kids and for your loved ones. So, it's so important that we be aware that there is somebody out there shuffling up the deck of cards, putting it on the table, and and it's your responsibility and your duty to have the ability to kind of decipher and unpack slash parts out the information held within those deck of cards so that you can get the best end every time you're not going to get it every time but so that you do it in, in a way that it's progressive for yourself and you're moving in that right direction instead of just waiting for a handout or hoping you know smoking that hopium important concepts man so one of the first concepts i want you to have a good understanding is is the battle not the war but the battle the initial campaign where you come into conflict with that other entity and you kind of lay down the rules, you have your first clash or whatever, that's the, that's the battle. But for those of you who think strategically, in a more open-minded, leadership kind of framework of thinking, you're going to see that it's actually the, the war that's at hand that you have to get through. And the war, in some instances, might be graduating and getting that degree. Remind me getting that pickup truck that you needed that has the, what do they call that, the... Uh, Four tires in the back. You know, whatever, whatever thing makes it for you. There's, everything has a gauge to it. And there's levels to different things. So, whatever that is for you. You just have to remember that it's not just a battle, but there's a war at hand. And you have to get that, those mini goals. You're not going to hit the main goal every single time or whatever. But, you, it's a constant process of getting those smaller goals leading you up to that large goal. You know, which is important. And really one of the main things is to get that mind sharpened and have an understanding of the disciplines of the world, of different things that, that impact and, you know, affect you. And that's why I always say it's a good idea for young people to learn coding, like specifically Microsoft Access and Excel and learn how to shuffle data around and, you know, do the pivot tables and the VLOOKUPS and the queries and such, relating tables, really important, man, because it has an effect on your brain in a good way rather than you know of course there's nothing wrong with gaming but to be gaming for hours and hours and hours and getting out of it it makes no sense try a little coding and see you get paid for that shit and it's funny sometimes i code for fun kind of i shouldn't use the word for fun but i do it i i just start coding you know what i mean and it has such a good effect on me because it kind of starts giving me that neuroplasticity that you know we all need here and there so I'm kind of off the subject, but it's important to know that when it comes to strategy and, and battles and such, you have the battle and you have the war, and never lose sight of your long-term goals in life. Very, very important. And also have an understanding of the value of all the resources that you have at your disposal. Don't don't be wasteful. You know, it's important to have an appreciation for all things. Whether you earned them whether they were given to you or you were just lucky enough to get them. The other thing I want to get into as far as it is the adaptability aspect of strategy. Like you you might have this uh, competition with this other company or car fair. Whatever the f- best fried chicken, whatever it is. And there's a washout rain. Now your competition had a stand and you didn't. Something that cost him $37 at Walmart. With a couple of cinder blocks, he was able to wipe the floor with you because you were not prepared. And and the few people that did come got underneath the, uh, you know, the little uh, tent stand that they had and enjoyed the chicken and you got wiped out. And it was just thinking forward and resources and such and adaptability, really, that got that person ahead. So you might see it as a small idea, but you should, mine should actually always be in a constant process of looking for potential, not that you're going to live like a worry warp, but just as an exercise of the brain, looking, scanning for potential problems, uh, p- potential solutions, and what's fluid in the moment. I mean, whatever your immediate environment is, short-term, long-term, when you get home, just all different things that you have available to you. You know, you should learn how to sew, you should know how to cook, all these different things. You should learn public speaking, and you should learn how to code a computer, in my opinion. You, know, you should have all these skills available to you so important i mean you find a lot of people you might have and it's such a sad time that room but you're gonna have people that have like massive education in one sphere but it's kind of hard for them to adapt it to to the other side and that's why it's important i think it's called kaizen the japanese have this saying that they work from the bottom up they listen to the guy that's putting the bolting the tire onto the car they get his input you know they don't he's just not a nobody and i think it's called kaizen and, you know, if he has an idea, he presents it in a rational way, the benefits of it, and if it's good, it's implemented, and he's recognized for his for his uh, achievement that that's helped build a better car. You know, the Japanese, they they didn't get to where they are by being stupid. They really work very smart, man, high quality, and it's made out of the same steel and rubber and, and uh, you know, electrical wiring as everybody else, but it's just the way that they put it together, the engineering, the planning, that they do the discipline and the passion that they have for that, that they're able to really have that strategy, those seven pillars, puts them above everybody, really for the money, I don't think anybody makes a better car, or product for that matter, than the Japanese, freaking amazing, although the Koreans are giving them a run for the money, the South Koreans are getting there with that uh, Samsung and the LG, but that Samsung is booming with Apple, There was that battle, I don't get into that stuff too much, but it's important, man, to have an understanding of the, of the way these these different things play out in life. And people, they have a short-sightedness as far as uh, coming to strategy. I had a whole long planned out thing with strategy and, you know, the way it plays out. But we're, we're all big boys and girls right now. We kind of have an idea of what's going on. We're in a different time right now. And strategy is more important than ever because the... the very fluid and just the landscape is constantly changing, you know, everything is closed down, then it's gonna be open and who knows what's gonna to happen tomorrow or how how this is gonna play out. You know, let's be realistic about this, you know? It's not it's not um, a time for fun and games, it's a time to get for getting yourself sharp and have a good understanding of what's in front of you and what your your resources are and what your obstacles are and what strategy you're gonna employ, man. Worry about your family and your kids and all these different things. Not to be a downer. But just to be realistic about things. So, you know, a lot of people complain. I don't even understand. Honestly, I don't understand this whole thing with the depression. Because if you stayed busy, you wouldn't have time to get depressed. Honestly, man. If you're if you're depressed, start coding. Get that old book out. Get on YouTube and start looking up the uh, relating tables and stuff like that. Primary key fields. And see how long you're going to be, uh, you know, depressed for. Uh, I know you're going to have your days. We all do. I do. Everyone does. But, I mean... Keep it within reason, you know. It's just a natural progress of ebb and flow, the tides rising and falling, just the way life is. It's the balance of life. It's the po- it's the forces of nature at hand, man. And you, you can't change them. You just have to learn how to flow with them. So, yeah, something to think about. And for those of you who take strategy lightly, there are people out there with PhDs in strategy. You can make a whole career, get a professorship, and just be one of those bad dudes, you know, that, that's just a bad dude for being really good with strategy, even if it's just theoretical. But it, it it really is a discipline of thought, and and what I like about it is it does encompass philosophy and science and whatever discipline is out there because it has an impact on this real world that we're in, and that's what strategy is—the culmination of all of those factors coming together at a given point, where you have to either move left or right, or or, or have a given plan for yourself and your your culture, your people whatever it might be, it, it's something to be taken very seriously, it says it, talks about it in the Book of Five Rings, the Art of War, you know, what is this, uh, the Hagakure, like all of these different books, gets into into strategy, but very much in detail, that's why I like this Asian philosophy, this Eastern philosophy, because it, it is so pure and so true, in the way it is, it's been proven and battle tested, you know, so, I've been rambling on and on, uh, I know that it's a crazy time that we're living in everybody right now, so it's so important, like if you have people out there, loved ones, that you can help out and do things for them, it's so important that you not forget them. If you have parents and you remember them, and just be there for them, and be there for one another, and it, again, not to be repetitive, but it's really, really a bad time out there, so find yourself a hobby or different things. I know I know. it sounds like a baby boomer. You're just fine. Paint the wall and you'll feel better. But I don't mean it in that way. I mean it realistically speaking. You know help out. Or just branch out into different things. That you never considered before. You know. Um, I got some stickers coming out. Now, now I'm switching gears right. I got stickers coming out. Four inch stickers. And uh, magnets. You know. Uh, and they're going to be free. So just drop me a line. And give me a ship to address. And you know. I'll just ship it out to you, you know, just to promote the show, and uh, I know that a lot of you guys have gotten back to me with, you know, your your uh, hoodies and all that stuff like that, you know, your stories or, you know, your pictures of you uh, kind of supporting the podcast, and I appreciate it from all of you guys, It's always, always appreciate it, man, you guys really are the best, man, and that's the reason why I do this, so very, very important, man, just like I said, be there for one another. We're coming into a very questionable time where it's going to get a little crazy. But my view is that good always triumphs over evil, you know. So don't get wrapped up too much into these uh, the fear porn and people talking about how the end of the world is coming and there's nothing for us because that's what they want for you. All right, You know who's been on fire is my man Matt at Quantum of Conscience on YouTube. Quantum of Conscience, Matt. Conscience. Uh, it's a great showman, and I listen to him. and uh, It's funny, but he takes a super complicated topic and kind of oversimply not oversimplifies, it, but breaks it down in a way that you know you can almost laugh at and have an understanding of. And hopefully, he keeps his channel on YouTube. He gets into his uh, 7-Eleven was a part-time job, and Joel Ovaltine the dude, the dude, he's got to redo that uh, that fetus talking to the world before he's born. He has an episode of it. I don't know if they deleted it. But it's about a fetus talking to the world before he's born with these questions. Freaking Matt, it's amazing. You're the man, Matt. Uh, Yeah, listen, that's about it right now. I want to thank all of you guys for listening. And uh, namaste.